Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hit it! The Republicans in the state legislatures have got to grow a spine or more now. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police not getting in. So sit back and relax as we unfold today's edition of the Ledger Report. One acre man was more land than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Because we're fixing to overturn the results of the election in multiple states. Stop tape. They're fixing to overturn the results of the election in multiple states. The rest of that sentence is because the election is attempting to be stolen by the radical Democrat left. This is my good friend Sidney Powell who I have spoken with many times and been on my program many times, and she's a smart attorney, if you remember that name, that's the name, who helped Michael Flynn uh, get out of his swamp-laden mess. The attacks on Michael Flynn from the swamp and the radical left and the Obama administration, along with Joe Biden uh, and the rest of them in weaponizing the fourth branch of government to attack an innocent man, knocked him out, they accomplished their goal, and then for the next four years, they had set the course to attack a duly elected president of the United States on all levels. All levels, all levels radical. They used and weaponized the United States Constitution in order to try and harm and defeat, ultimately in 2020, in the election cycle, a sitting president of the United States. Absolutely disgusting. Sidney Powell has got more huevos than the Mitt Romneys of the world combined. She's got a spine. And she's standing up, not just for Donald Trump, but she's standing up for the United States Constitution because in the end, this is bigger than Donald Trump. This is about our franchise. This is about our precious right to vote that is being violated real time. And we're supposed to just sit back and listen to the media and say, oh, the President of the United States needs to simply concede and have a peaceful transition of power. Our republic is being raped by the radical left. And I'm sorry, I cannot just sit and watch this country being raped. Our franchise, the the precious right that the framers of the Constitution gave us, and that hundreds of thousands of Americans have shed their blood for, is under assault. And because 74 million Americans don't like the color of Donald Trump's hair, 
or don't like the way he tweets or don't like the way that he swings a golf club or don't like don't like his wife, don't like his kids, whatever. 74 million Americans don't like Donald Trump. We're supposed to 72.3 million Americans are supposed to just say, "Oh, okay." And what about the rest of you? What about these people who didn't vote? And you're in line in the grocery store and some person starts a conversation with you and says, oh, yeah, I didn't vote. I feel like, I can't tell you what I feel like doing to that person. But let's just say I'm highly disappointed in that person. And, yeah, you can tell that person, well, you have have no right to complain. Yeah, of course they don't have a right to complain. But they're not engaged in the process. They're not exercising that very precious right that Americans died for. And so we have Sidney Powell laying her reputation on the line. Sidney's out of Texas. She's a good old girl. She doesn't need this crap. But she's out there trying to help the president. Roll tape. And President Trump won by not just hundreds of thousands of votes, but by millions of votes that were shifted by this software that was designed expressly for that purpose. Stop the tape. Now, this is the story that the mainstream media is refusing to cover. Yet, I will go back in time, not very long ago, about a month ago, where the mainstream media did cover this story. And the story is this Dominion software. And she, Sidney Powell, is trying to expose for all of America, not just for partisan purposes, not just for Donald Trump, trying to expose the fact that many states use this software And all of the states that are in question used this software. Of this crazy cockamamie. We send people to the moon. We have people orbiting in the space station. We have people talking about going to Mars. We have people up in space. We have planes in the air. How many planes are in the air over America? Pre-COVID. How many planes are in the air over America at any given time? You know, the the volume is way down right now, but there are hundreds, if not thousands, of airborne traffic. And we have people, but we have computers involved making sure they don't hit each other, making sure they go up safely and go down safely. Yet, we have this voting software, Dominion, that's created by a non-domestic company, that is being used and abused by certain states. Now, some states are using this software for whatever reason, and they're not necessarily in on this conspiracy. And oh boy, I use the word conspiracy. How else do you explain these vote shifts that Sydney is talking about here? Massive shifting of votes from one candidate to another in the, in the middle of the night. Because this computer system, this Dominion balloting computer system, was designed for this explicit purpose. Hugo Chavez, 
wanted to have what appeared to be a fair election when he was alive in the dictator of Venezuela. And so he allowed balloting. But remember what the Marxists say. People say Stalin said this. It doesn't matter. It's 100% true. It's not who votes. It's who counts the votes. And Hugo Chavez knew this. He knew this. So he found this company that's got a system that can be adjusted. And so for every Venezuelan that, that went in and voted for the opposition to Hugo Chavez, they can calibrate it and switch that vote to Hugo Chavez or 2X or 10X Hugo Chavez. He can have the result he wants. That's what this system is designed to do. And we have more than anecdotal evidence of this. This headline, check the code. Dominion voting system tied to Hugo Chavez voter fraud was used in 2020 swing states. Now, again, the media is going to go, oh, it's not just a swing state thing. Other states are using it. Yes, but the state of Texas looked at this system twice, at least, that we know of. The Secretary of State prior to the 2018 election cycle and said, the hell no. Hell no. Look at this system. It's fraught with problems or potential problems. This is documented. Where is the mainstream media? Why aren't they talking to the Secretary of State at the time of Texas and say, why didn't you go with the system? Tell us more. What were, what were the problems that you saw? What were the potential problems that you saw? This is what journalism is supposed to be. You follow up on a lead. And you ask the probing questions. Where is the mainstream media? Where are the probing questions? Didn't take me very long to accumulate this information that I'm imparting onto you right now. Dominion voting system was first designed for Hugo Chavez to win and keep himself in office. It was also used in the 2020 elections. In fact, it was used in all six swing states. And it unilaterally helped one team with late night voter tallies only in one direction, always only to one party and one candidate. This is not anecdotal. This is something that is being uncovered by the Trump team right now and being put together by Sidney Powell and also Jenna Ellis. Who's Jenna Ellis? Jenna Ellis is part of the Trump team. And she's got multiple examples of what I just described. And that is, you know, these computers are marvelous things, right? And if you're Hugo Chavez and you want to make sure you stay in power and the votes start coming in, for your opponent, you can calibrate this system, any computer system, software, uh, any, any computer programmer can tell you this can be done. At a certain stage, if your opponent starts getting too many votes, bam, the program kicks in and starts turning those opposition votes into pro-Hugo Chavez votes. And so he wins, I don't know what his last margin was, but it, you know, it was something stupid. 
something around 90% um, voting for him, and which is impossible, right? You have a dictator who's crushing the economy. He eventually succumbs to cancer, and then you have his uh, Maduro, the, the guy taking over for him. The, the point is, is that this is how they make it look like it's democracy in Venezuela, but it's not. And so we see this in Pennsylvania. Looks like democracy. Looks like a constitutional process, but it's not. So we see it in Michigan. Looks like a constitutional process, but it's not. Want some more examples? Here's Jenna Ellis. Roll tape. That the feature of the system is uh, to undermine election security. It's not a bug. It's not a glitch. It's actually- Stop tape. So in the ma- first when this information was coming in, it was being reported as a glitch. So we found a glitch here in this county in Michigan. And uh, when the glitch was fixed, lo and behold, lo and behold, it's a, it's a miracle. The Democrat votes, when they were fixed, when the process was fixed, I don't mean fixed in the sense that Hugo Chavez was fixed, it, I mean repaired. When they identified the problem in this one particular county, lo and behold, it, was, it went Democrat before they fixed the problem, as they were calling it a glitch, and all of a sudden it goes Demo- a Republican. It goes to Donald Trump. It's a miracle isn't it? And so it was first being reported as a so-called glitch. But now as we've been doing the research and we've been diving into this thing, we find out it's not a glitch, is it? It's the program. It's designed to do this and can be calibrated and, and set to whatever threshold the people running the machine want. And the Trump administration is compiling this information and hopefully it will be presented in one neat little package to the United States Supreme Court. I don't know that it'll it'll get there in in that form, but it needs to it needs to for all the world to see. I worry what concerns me about this situation and I'll get to the GOP needing a spine in a minute because this is where it's all leading to. Um, what concerns me is that we'll have a bit-by-bit, judge-by-judge situation where you get an Obama judge over here and you get a Clinton judge over here and then you get a wishy-washy George W. Bush judge over here and then maybe you might get a, a Trump judge who actually adheres to the Constitution and smells a rat, knows a rat when he, he or see, she sees one. That... You know, I remember the one of the lines that sticks out to me in my memory from the 2000 election. It was the, some judge in Florida uh, when he was uh, presiding over one of the dangling Chad moments. He said, he stopped the proceeding. He said, I feel like I'm being pecked to death by a bunch of ducks. And that's what worries me. It worries me that eyes start glazing over and people don't remain laser focused. We've got to remain laser focused. We've got to run through the finish line. You know, any good athletics coach will tell you, finish strong. We are finishing strong. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, even after January 20th, we've got to continue to run through the tape. We can't let up. And there are ways we can and should manifest this. And I'll get into that uh if not this program, uh, over time. 
because I do have a solution. But I'm, again, I'm, I'm building the case here. And here's more from Jenna Ellis. Roll tape. Teacher of the system. And in 29 states, they have this voting system uh, that is in place by Dominion. And we know for a fact that they're in one county, in Allegheny County in Michigan, um, there were 6,000 votes that were changed from President Trump to Joe Biden. And so then that leaves a net margin of 12,000 votes. And they did this very strategically in different counties in order to affect the outcome. Stop tape. Can we just stipulate you, you radicals out there that this is true? What, what do you think about this? I, I know how you conservatives and constitutionalists and Republicans and libertarians and Trump supporters feel. I know how you feel. You feel outraged. You feel like you have been raped. You feel like you're watching a train wreck. And your loved one is standing on the tracks about to be hit by this train wreck and you can't do anything about it. Well, we can. We can. And thank God that Jenna Ellis and Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and the rest of them are. And, and thank God that Donald Trump is not uh, giving up. And, and this is not all for naught. It's important, number one, that we expose this fraud, this voter fraud. Are you hearing me, Twitter? Voter fraud. Are you hearing me, Facebook? Voter fraud. Are you hearing me, YouTube? Voter fraud. That's what this is. You talk about disenfranchised voters. Imagine going into the balloting booth or mailing your ballot, whatever, and it feeds into this Dominion Hugo Chavez balloting software, and your Trump vote is changed to a Biden vote. That is about as third world corrupt as you can get. There is nothing more corrupt than corrupting the vote because that is our franchise. That is our legacy. It's not who votes that's important. It's who counts the votes that's important. And of course, we have the mainstream media. Now, fact-checking, not not following up these leads, not going to that Allegheny County and saying, hey, what the hell? No, they're fact-checking me and Sidney Powell and Jenna Ellis and other people who are piecing all of this together because we don't have help from the mainstream media. So we're piecing it all together, a little bit here, a little bit there, and presenting it to the American people and hopefully presenting it to judges and hopefully the Supreme Court that's going to say, holy cow, holy cow. Even John Roberts, I think, would have trouble with this one. Even John Roberts. So Reuters is out there saying, oh, and yeah, a Dominion software was used, but it wasn't just used in the swing states. Okay, big deal. So they write an entire story. Dominion software use shows six states, uh, Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, kind of important states, by the way, Reuters, don't you think? Uh, but you go to the Dominion website, according to this report, and it says actually 28 states. All right, there are 28 stupid states out there. And if by 2022 they don't have this 
trashed, I'd say uh, it's probably time for the people to have some sort of constitutional revolution in your state to get the Hugo Chavez software out of there. But as the media sometimes does, swerves into reality and swerves into what's important with its mis- and disreporting. Dominion software used in Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia. Do you think that's by accident, ladies and gentlemen? Do you think that the Secretary of State, Attorney General, and the radical governor of Pennsylvania said, hey, let's use the best voting software we can find? Or did they say, hey, you know what? Let's use a software that we can manipulate and make sure that our guys win. I don't know when they bought this software, but there was plenty of evidence post-2017. You know, these, these, these states talk to one another. They read the information. And Texas wanted to have no part of it. I'm sure other states reviewed it. Red states. I'm sure other red states reviewed it and said, Boo! This thing was built for Hugo Chavez to steal an election. We probably shouldn't have anything to do with it. We probably should use a software system that's stable. How about using a software system that's um, built in the United States? I don't know. That's a kind of a crazy idea, isn't it? Well, here's uh, here's uh, Rudy Giuliani. Philadelphia didn't cheat in this election. They've done it in the last, the last 50 Okay, so Rudy is trying to point out that Philadelphia's corrupt. That's kind of yeah, it's kind of like saying that uh, Chicago's corrupt. It's a little redundant, right? We know this. But he's also trying to make a point. By the way, on Fox News, and they're trying to interrupt him. Roll tape. Years. Now we move on to Detroit. In Detroit, yeah. we have evidence that 100,000 ballots were brought in at 4.30 in the morning and counted. And to the extent that our witnesses, and there are four of them, saw it, and one of them is an ex-employee of Dominion, According to them, every single ballot was for Biden. Stop tape. You know, I have an old expression I love, numbers lie, in, or figures lie, and liars figure. Uh, it is statistically impossible, and, and this is what I've used to combat the entire COVID um, debacle and, and uh, governmental response that has crushed constitutional rights in this country, is the numbers. I'm a numbers, I'm a data uh, person. And you know, anybody who has had a, a grammar school education knows that it's statistically impossible for 100,000 ballots. You know, it's like flipping a coin, right? Can you flip a coin 100,000 times and have it land on heads every time? I mean, come on. 100,000 ballots miraculously appear in the middle of the night because that's exactly what they needed to put Joe Biden over the top. This, Hugo Chavez is looking down going, hey, nice work, Democrats. It's exactly what he would have done. And so Giuliani is being ridiculed. Sidney Powell is being ridiculed. This Jenna Ellis is being ridiculed. Anybody on the Trump team is being, anybody supporting the president, the, the, the million people in Washington, D.C., some of whom were attacked by Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, they're being ridiculed. We're all being ridiculed. Just allow Joe Biden to become president. Hell no. No. If we allow Joe Biden to become president, then we allow our Constitution to be shredded. 
And I am not going to allow our Constitution to be torn apart. I believe in our Constitution. I believe that the solutions to the problems in this country lie in the Constitution. They have to. We've got to get this country back on the constitutional rails. This is something you know I've been saying for years. Well, here now we have a glaring, glaring problem. We are off the constitutional rails on this election, ladies and gentlemen. And we've got to figure out a way, and I have a plan, to put this republic back on the constitutional rails. But the interesting thing, we're being ridiculed, right? We're being told, oh, come on, there's, there's no systemic uh, voter fraud. There's, there's, there are just, oh, there's a couple of cases here and there. Don't worry about it. And this Dominion thing, ah, come on. There's no way it could be a conspiracy such as this. I want to take you back to October of this year. PBS goes down into Georgia and highlights the use of this voting system called Dominion. This is PBS more than a month ago. Roll tape. But election security experts working for the plaintiffs in the lawsuit against the state have uncovered several troubling issues. Alex Halderman looked closely at the QR codes where the votes are encoded for the scanner. By analyzing the structure of the QR codes, I've been able to learn that um, there's nothing that stops an attacker from just duplicating one. Stop tape. Okay, so there's another way you can defraud voters using the system. This, this is... Yeah, I don't know a hell of a lot about QR codes, but apparently they can be duplicated, copied. And in this system, you know, they have a unique uh, numeric value, shall we say. Again, please forgive me because I don't know this stuff. Really. But the, the QR codes have, a let's call it a numeric value. And I'm sure that's close to being correct. And so once the computer reads it, should say, okay, I've read that code, that unique code. If another one comes in with that code, I'm going to reject it. Well, this computer system doesn't do that. Doesn't do that. So here are the mounds, the piles of evidence. And don't believe the media when they say, oh, well, this Trump lost a case here, lost a case there. Don't believe this stuff because the president himself via Twitter said this. Many of the court cases being filed all over the country are not ours, but rather those of people that have seen horrible abuses. Our big cases showing the unconstitutionality of the 2020 election and the outrage of things that were done to change the outcome will soon be filed. So there's more to come. There's more to come. And this is important for the Republican-led legislatures. This is where I'm circling back to what I said at the outset, that the Republican legislatures need to grow a spine and need to grow a spine now. And a set of huevos like Sidney Powell's. No offense, I mean that in a a very positive way. I mean that you are the role model uh, uh, in this situation. There is a path to victory. And the path to victory for the president is a constitutional path to victory. Make no mistake, it is rooted in the Constitution. And Alan uh, Dershowitz, the uh, Harvard law professor that argued against impeachment, remember, is talking about how there is a path to victory. And effectively, it's it's what I've been saying post-election now for a, a few days, and that is 
using the Constitution, the elements of the Constitution, Article 2, Section 1, as well as the 12th Amendment, to not allow all the votes to be certified. December 14th is the day that the electors meet and the electoral votes are certified ostensibly. But what if you have a case like in Michigan or in Pennsylvania where there are Republican-controlled legislatures and you see this malfeasance going on? Technically, these days... The governor often certifies. You remember Bush versus Gore in the 2000 election? It was Jeb Bush who certified Florida and sent it to the archivist in Washington, D.C. That is the procedure. But if the Republican-controlled legislature says, uh, 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 radical wolf, you can certify all you want, but we're not going to certify these electors. Then you have a contested set of electors, slate of electors. And so if these states with these Republican legislatures, and even in Michigan with the nutcase governor there, you know the nutcase is just going to stamp, certify, yep, Joe Biden won, let's move on. Nothing to see here. But the Republican-led legislature in Michigan... The Republican-led legislature in Georgia. There's malfeasance in Georgia. All kinds, by the way. Could affect the outcome of one, maybe two of those senatorial races. Who knows? These Republican-led legislatures have to understand that per the Constitution, they do not have to certify these ballots. They do not have to certify. And they have the constitutional choice. And so if Wolf comes out and says, hey, we're going to certify, and the legislature comes out and says, we're not going to certify, okay, so then what happens? Well, um, zero hedge. By the way, if, if you want some uh, decent reporting that's not wacko, biased, slanted in favor of Hugo Chavez and Joe Biden, zero hedge most of the time, uh, does a pretty good job. Um, But they're swerving into what I'm talking about here. It says in this article, uh, the title is Donald Trump's likeliest path to staying in office. It's a constitutional path. A significant part of Trump's legal strategy is oriented toward preventing crucial states from certifying that would be adverse to him. This is setting up what is called a contingent election, in which the President of the United States is chosen by the House of Representatives. Now, don't get worried about that. Um, it's not Nancy Pelosi choosing who's President of the United States. It's not Adam Schiff who's certifying who's President of the United States. It's the states, the state houses, if you will. And we're, we're seeing some numbers being thrown out there. So it's one state, one vote. So that means that California has one vote and Maine has one vote. And Florida has one vote and Illinois has one vote and Texas one vote and uh, New Hampshire has, has one vote. And so it's not up to Adam Schiff 
uh, to vote how California votes. It's 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 up to the the state house. Now in California, of course, there's <laughs> overrun with radicals in the state house, but not in Georgia, not in Pennsylvania, not in Michigan. And so a contingent election, as the article says here, is one in which the president is chosen by the House of Representatives from among the top three electoral vote winners. Three, doesn't matter. Um, The House vote for president is not by individual ballot, but rather by state delegation. Now, in this article, it talks about how the makeup right now is 26 um, state legislatures are Republican. The new legislatures, there's actually 31 from my count because the Republicans did very well during this election cycle at the state level. 26, 31, however you want to count it, the majority is Republican. There is your path to victory. There is your path to victory. Writing an unconstitutional wrong it needs to be done, state houses. And please don't tell me you can't do it. History is on our side. In 1801, Jefferson was elected effectively this way. And then the 12th Amendment was passed in 1803. And that set up the election of 1824, where John Quincy Adams uh, won the presidency in a contingent election. Uh, through the Electoral College, that in the end spelled the demise to Andrew Jackson. This was a contested election, a contingent election. Andrew Jackson lost, even though Andrew Jackson won the, I don't know if it was a majority or plurality of the popular uh, vote. Probably a plurality polarity, polarity because uh, I think there were three candidates, if my memory serves, there were three major candidates for this election. It doesn't matter. Let's, let's just say a majority. It doesn't matter who wins the majority of the popular vote. We know that with the Electoral College. And in this case, same thing. So, to reiterate, Wolf can certify for Biden the slate of electors and the Republican-led majority in the state legislature in the Keystone State can certify for Trump. And that sets up the collision that we're talking about here. And so all we need are two or three states to drop Joe Biden below the 270 mark. This is the important part. These states have got to stick together. Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Arizona. How about Arizona? Michigan. These legislatures have got to stick together and drop the electoral tally below 270 because of these split slate of electors. Because we know these radical governors, not in Georgia, you got Kemp there, I don't think. Uh, So we can count on Kemp. So you need, uh, hopefully Kemp will not certify. He'll say, hey, you know what? There's too much malfeasance. You know, it's hard for a governor to admit that, but let's face it. This is a bigger problem. It's not Kemp's fault. It shouldn't be looked at that way. 
So we need to drop, they need to drop the threshold to below 270. That's, that's the bottom line here. And that is the path to victory. But they've got to grow a spine. I have a whole bunch of news here on um, COVID. I won't get to it. I'll, I'll probably get to it uh, to next time. Um, I do want to remind you that uh, you can go to gramledger.com. And you can answer the ledger register question right now, which is rather relevant, I think. And that is, is the United States beyond the point of no return? Also, you can sign up for the podcast if you haven't already. You just hit subscribe, subscribe for free. There's no cost to it. Please share this podcast again if you like it and you want to uh, continue to see me in this form and, and possibly you know, television in a, in a broader sense. We can do both, right? We can have this chat few times a week and then and you know some form television um please share this podcast it's, it's important that not only that my message gets out there but also the fact that uh, you know grammy is still uh relevant out there it's important for people to see that also on my website you can see how to fix california um this is a mission i'm going to be on in the new year um, because I believe as California goes, um, the rest of the country goes. And oh, uh, when I send out uh, this, if you look in the email um, that you're going to get uh, when you receive this, if you don't get this email, um, ask for it. I uh, have had some uh, custom sunglasses made. What do you think? Huh? Looks pretty good. They have um, a little logo on here that say Ledger. Uh, and I'm going to arrange some percentage of the proceeds to go to my, my favorite charity, which is uh, pro-life charities. I'm, I'm not sure which one I'm going to align myself. I met a, a lady when I was giving a speech. I'm still giving speeches, if you're interested, um, who is a great lady and involved in a pro-life group in Northern California behind enemy lines. So I want to make sure I support uh, groups like that. Uh, but these sunglasses make a wonderful little stocking stuffer. Um, they're being sold on Amazon, so the link is in the email that you're getting to see this uh, podcast. And if you'd like to order um, them, I have, uh, I think I have about 90 of them I can send out. Uh, they're cheap. They're cheap sunglasses. It's the kind that you could sit on and say, oh, I'll just reorder uh, on Amazon. <laughs> uh, um, and they're not made in Wuhan, China. Um, so uh, if you'd like to... Uh, Give these as a stock. They're, they're unisex, as they like to say. Um, so just remember, just remember, never wear sunglasses on television. You don't have to remember that. This is what I want you to remember. Donald Trump has a path to victory. The Republican-led legislatures have to keep the vote total, the electoral vote total, below 270 in order for this to happen. And it can be done as long as these Republican-led legislatures show or grow a spine. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening and watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Also remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> 